Good morning. Happy Tuesday. We're on. I'm rubbing my hands strangely there, aren't I? Itchy hand. Hey ho. Um, welcome to Gospel Pursuits broadcast. We're on a Tuesday, I think, 27th of April. It's flying by this year, January, February, March, April. We're like, whew, getting towards half halfway through the year, yeah, isn't it? It's uh, it's a wonderful, interesting 2021. Uh, things changing all the time. Hallelujah. Things for the better, I believe. Um, I'm believing God for some completely, uh, the end of this year to be glorious. I mean, I think the end of last year was pretty, pretty getting pretty good. It was hard, um, from a, a worldly perspective with all the, 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 you know, the UK lockdowns as a friend of mine in America likes to say the UK is the lockdown central, but, um, we are beginning to open up. It's got, we've got a really clear pathway. Um, I believe that this is a good thing. Um, hallelujah. But what I do want to say is we are not out of the woods as far as Christians are concerned, are we? We are still in um, an environment which is becoming ever increasing hostile to Christianity. I saw somebody on um, Facebook on Friday was getting arrested for street preaching, um, uh, which is is just is ludicrous in a Christian so-called Christian country. So we need there's still work to be done. There's still um, time for us to get this gospel out. I think time is short. I believe that we are are rocking and rolling towards the end of time and it's uh brilliant. It's 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 exciting to be in. As I was talking to a couple that came to our church on. Sunday, and I was just doing my kind of welcome team ushering kind of mode and just saying hello to some old friends kind of thing. But we were just chatting, and it was just, it's just this excitement in the air. There's an excitement in the air if you're, if you're, if you're a Christian who's sensitive to the Spirit of God because 
things are squashing down. Time is shrinking. And we've been talking about this for years. I mean, realistically, think about it. Coming up to the year 2000, we were talking about, um, I was watching a, a guy talk about Bible prophecy. And if you know much about Bible prophecy, there are some things that are going to happen, things that are going to happen and stuff like this. And one of the interesting comments he was talking about was how, um, I mean, I've got to be careful what I say here, but how certain prophetic interpretations back in the 40s, the 50s, you read some study Bibles from back then, that they didn't conceive of what we are seeing now. They they were thinking about certain events that were, it's prophesied in the Bible, um, about one world uh, do- domination, one world uh, antichrist leader, one world system. And they didn't see it ever affecting, say, the United States, for instance, because of the constitution of the United States. Um, and But now you look at it and that is being eroded before our eyes. If you pay much attention to American politics, um, all the stuff that's gone on in the last year has just been just a systematic attack on the 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 constitution the 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 rights of believers systematic uh, uh, law changes and all this kind of stuff i mean it's 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 crazy to see it happen before our eyes but at the same time it's exciting it's exciting for as a believer to be able to stand uh, you know in the gap in a sense and pray for leaders pray for people to to receive christ pray for people you know start to really stir your prayer life up now um one of the the reasons for this broadcast today was i went to bed and i didn't really have a clue what i was going to talk about today sometimes i have it as a series i know we've been talking about faith fundamentals for a while and this is a, a this is a very key uh fundamental for your faith today and but the song just was rising in my heart as I woke up in the morning. I raise a hallelujah. And if you know the song by Bethel, we sing it at our church, and a lot of people sing it. It's a, a, a quite a fresh one over the last year or so. Um, I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. That line just keeps coming up to me in the presence of our enemies. Deuteronomy 28, and we'll be talking about the prosperity uh, over the last few weeks as well. And and the fact that Deuteronomy 28 says, the enemy will come before you, but he will flee before you seven ways. I love Psalm 23. He prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. And that song, I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies, is something that almost got to be a mantra for um for Christians and believers now, something that we meditate and that we stand on because when we f- are facing, I mean, you just have to spend, and I highly recommend if anyway, if you do, if you know of this, to Google search this uh, news program called Check the News. Uh, a guy called, a preacher by Jonathan Schultz was started doing a, a news program and it's gone massive. Um, it goes out on YouTube, Facebook and things like that. And he basically reviews the news from a Christian perspective. Um, it's it's not soft. It's not pan, namsy pansy. It's harsh. It's hard. You know they have to put warnings up on it because some of the content and stuff like that is is brutal because we're relying on things like Twitter and 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 social media to provide um, realistic news sources. If you hadn't noticed yet, there are news. The news channels are not helping the cause of Christ. I mean. I'm not going to go down that rabbit trail, but at the same time, we have to be so aware of what's coming against us. There's a a, a pastor in Canada 
that the police keep turning up on a Sunday morning to try and disrupt his his meetings. And I'm told, and I don't know this for fact, but it's actually illegal to disrupt a church service in Canada. And the police keep coming back and trying to 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 look and see what what everything. And he just keeps kicking them out. We've got to have a boldness in our relationship with God and our relationship with the devil. In fact, the my pastor writes a a, a, a devotional. I'm going to just pull it up actually because kind of fits with what we're talking about he writes a, a soaring faith devotional if you're interested in reading it daily uh it's faithlifecenter.com forward slash soaring faith i think no it's forward slash soar but you can find it quite easily on the website um or if if you go to their instagram or anything like that the links are in in, in the bios there and he's he's basically talking about this. He starts it this way. It is high time for the body of Christ to march forward fearlessly. Romans 16 verse 20 says, The God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. And the word bruise in this verse is a significant word. The Greek word sun tripo. I'm not a Greek expert. I'm reading what somebody else has written. So if he's... Got it slightly wrong. I have no idea. <laughs> when translated, it gives the notion of trampling upon the devil under your feet. Bruise was historically used to denote the act of smashing grapes into wine. It was also used to refer to the act of snapping, breaking and crushing bones. I love this bit here. We are part of the body of Christ. We are united. We are not stopping. We are pressing forward, marching together. Now, Roman soldiers would wear shoes that were spiked with nails on the shoe, on the soles. So if the challenger stood in front of them or if an enemy foe fell in their path, these soldiers would simply ignore the obstacle, ignore the challenger and keep marching, stomping and pounding their feet forward, leaving the challenger or unfortunate foe completely obliterated and trampled beyond recognition. <laughs> As all the marching soldiers must be done in cooperation with the army and most importantly with God. Paul said, the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet. Notice it is God who is the one who will bruise Satan, but it is on our feet. It's a joint partnership. By ourselves we cannot do it, but together with God is our partner. The devil has no chance of ever slipping out from under our heel. See, this idea of raising a hallelujah in the presence of our enemies. It means that we look our enemies in the eyes and we declare victory over him. The children of Israel marched around Jericho and then shouted and the walls were crushed, crushed. And I think they didn't fall outwards. They didn't fall inwards. They went straight down. I think it was a miraculous um, event. It could not be done any other way. But, you know, I just imagine some a few large angels just going, ha, ah, my turn, smash. <laughs> they were waiting. Most of those angels were probably waiting for years to do this. They were probably like raring to go. You know, God probably had this specific uh, Jericho angel op opportunity. You know, he probably applied. They applied for the job and they got the job and they're waiting and and they're at that that point where the the Hebrew children are just about to go in and then they all went, "Oh no, it's too hard. Can't do it." And all the angels were like, "Oh man, I'm going to have grandkids by this time." They're going to have to do that. my job. I'm going to have to train my kids up how to do my job. 
I'm being sarcastic, obviously. Angels don't have children. But my point being is that the Israel, when they were going into that promised land the first time, could have done exactly what the, their children did the second time. Raise a hallelujah in the presence of our enemies. Raise a praise before our enemies. Shout with victory. Shout with a life force that springs from the very being that the lion of the tribe of Judah that lives on the inside of you roars. Your triumph is dependent on how you can hook your mouth up with a victory shout. Paul says, be anxious for nothing. But he says before that, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Refill yourself up with joy. And the shout of praise will tremble the very foundations of hell. Nothing can stand against you. Nothing can stand in your way because you have mountain moving, yoke destroying power living on the inside of you. And it's as close as the word of faith, the word of faith which we preach, the word of faith which is neither even in our mouths we praise him we worship him we lift up the name of jesus we declare the victory that comes by no other we declare the name of name above all names the king of all kings the lord of all lords he led captivity captive from hell he went down into the grave taking all sin sickness and disease on him and paid the price the ultimate price and at the right moment in time and when the pay price was paid completely the same spirit that raised jesus christ from the dead that lives within us exploded into hell itself and pulled jesus from the grave and he rose up triumphant victorious and poured his blood out on the mercy seat in heaven and created a eternal eternal unbreakable covenant with his father and he said that we would never he would never leave us nor forsake us because we step into that covenant we have boldness we have anointing we have victory we have a shout on the inside of us that no one can quiet no one can hold back even if it's a whisper in a quiet quiet place there is triumphant in our very nature. The scripture verses which I'm really coming from, and I'm kind of shortening my message down a little bit here. In Acts chapter 16, verse 25, we know the story. Paul and Silas were walking around a city, doing the perfect will of God. They were on the way to going to pray. They had a, a demon girl, a, a girl possessed by a demon, just shouting out certain things. It seemed good. Paul probably didn't know exactly immediately what at the moment. But because she was saying the right things, maybe he just thought, well, okay, I'll leave it. I'll see what goes on, see how, it, how this plays out. But eventually she was causing so much problems, he just turned around and cast the demon out of her. Uh, maybe he had the wisdom or the word of revelation or the discerning of spirits at that moment. So he knew that's what he needed to do. So he did that and that caused him. And I, I love what this, um, well, I don't love it. The masters saw that the hope of their prophets were gone. They basically controlled this servant girl, made money from her. 
They seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the rulers. And they brought them to the market saying, These men being Jews greatly trouble our city. And listen to this. They teach customs which are not law for us, lawful for us being Romans to receive or observe. Now I'm not 100% sure whether or not Paul was preaching against illegal uh, you know customers that they had to do and he was trying to persuade them to do something that was illegal but doesn't that sound very familiar you know this preacher on on friday that was arrested and you can watch it on um, christian concerns facebook page he was accused of hate speech now we're a religion or a, a movement christianity is a movement of love we're not we're not hate we might talk about lifestyles that perhaps are going to hurt the person who's involved in the lifestyle but see the world has become a place of calling good evil and evil good there are some things that happen worldwide globally that are are, are seen as good but are actually evil in motivation you'll hear everyone say build back better they're going and pushing an agenda the world is, is working with a globalistic agenda. The world is working with something that is coming that wants to bring the enemy out into the open in a ruling way. We will be accused of all sorts of things as Christians. The sacrifice may well be great for many of us. We may well see things happen in this country and in, in other Western countries that we've, we've never dreamed would happen. Paul and Silas were doing the will of God and then they were beaten, battered and bruised. Paul said he's he's been whipped and scourged numerous times. I think he died more than once and was raised from the dead. If evil ruled then and time is short, how is evil going to per, per just go through our nation, go through other nations of the world. But we say this, we raise a hallelujah in the presence of our enemies. We still have victory. Paul was raised from the dead. Paul and Silas at midnight, were. what were they doing? They were locked in prison, chains. Somebody was telling me the other day that Paul actually wrote the book of Philippians in prison. And he was actually probably up to here in, in raw sewage for, for 90% of his prison life. And then he'd be allowed out for for a time to, to write and to, to do some business. And he, he wrote that book, Rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Whew. That is that is something else when you get the revelation of how Paul went through all these things and, and we we want to get upset and, and cry when somebody doesn't look at us right the right way. We have got to allow, got to resist emotional Christianity, emotional ups and downs, emotional. I, I, I understand it because I've lived there a lot of my life in emotional Christianity. But see, the emotions of a Christian need to not be going up and down. We need to set the temperature gauge. We need to, as Smith will go, says, tell Smith how he feels. We wake up in the morning and we raise a hallelujah in the presence of our enemies, no matter how we feel. 
no matter what we look like, no matter what the situation looks like, it doesn't matter how many bills are stacking up, it doesn't matter how much sickness and disease is attacking your body, we still raise a hallelujah in the presence of our enemies. And in the presence of our enemies, our victory shout, what does it say? Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. You can get to a place in your life where victory is far more real than anything that's coming against you. You could actually get to a place where you are in a place of continual and perpetual praise, victory, shouting, that things come against you and they actually bounce off. But if you're not there yet, you're in a place where you're facing down the enemy like a barrel of a gun. You raise that hallelujah. You allow the voice of God to come through, the word of God through your lips. When you believe what you say, you shall have what you say. And you seek first the kingdom and all the stuff that you're worried about, all the things that are are negatively affecting your life will adjust because you have got a victory shout on the inside of you he said he always causes us to triumph he always causes us to triumph he's not just a short um quick fix but he always continues us to shout to cause us to triumph paul and silas god will make a way as martin has just written where it doesn't seem like there is a way. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. The people around you are watching you. They're watching to see how you will react. They want to believe that what we believe is true. They, there's something innate in a human being that wants to believe that God is real and that there's something better than this world that they live in, something better than the, the pit that they are drowning in, something better than the, the, the situation and circumstances that they are living in. But they are watching us. Will we sing? Will we pray? Will we pray and then sing? It's the combination of the shout of faith and the shout of praise that will see the victory come to pass. And the prisoners were listening to them suddenly. See, this was about a three-hour wait. Most of us can't wait 10 minutes. But I will say one thing. It didn't take as long as we think it will take sometimes. Sometimes it just, it feels like it's going to take forever. But no, the suddenlies of God come on the scene when your faith and your praise lift up from your heart and continue out of your mouth. Praise, sing and pray. Pray and sing. Rejoice. Be being filled. Where does Paul get that kind of scripture verse from? It's these moments. Be being filled. Make melody. Singing psalms and hymns. Making melody unto unto the Lord God in Ephesians. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. So the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened. And everyone's shackles were loosed. You see the anointing that hit them. Hit the people around them. The people that are watching you will have their shackles loosed if you continue to raise a hallelujah in the presence of your enemies. This is the way forward. This is the victory. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. It's the continual dwelling place. It's staying in the in Psalm 91. And as I close on this shortened message today psalm 91 gives us a foundation and says he who dwells in the shelter of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty i will say 
see what he's saying? I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. Surely he will deliver me from the snare of my of the hunter, from the deadly pestilence. He shall cover me with his feathers and under his wings shall I find protection. His faithfulness shall be my shield and wall. I shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that pursues in darkness, nor of the destruction that strikes at noonday. A thousand may fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near you or me. Only with my eyes shall I behold and see the reward of the wicked, because I have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, my dwelling. No evil shall befall you, neither shall any plague come near your tent. That is what really upsets me about the way Christians have reacted to this, the situation that we're in now. Because it's very clear, it says, neither shall any plague come near our dwelling place. For he shall give his angels charge over me, to guard me in all of my ways. She shall bear me up in their hands, lest I strike my foot against the stone. I shall tread upon the land lion and the adder. The, lung lion, the young lion and the serpent shall us trample underfoot. What did we say? Pushing forward, marching forward, tramping the enemy. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him, says God. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Our God is a good God. Our God is a God of victory. He laughs at his enemies and we are laughing with him with a hallelujah in our voice and a shout of praise on our lips. Have a great day. Enjoy whatever the weather's doing. We haven't talked about the weather yet. It's a bit colder today, but it's nice. Have a great day. Keep praising God. Keep worshipping him. Before you do that, get the word in. Get the faith up. Get your, your bones, your spiritual bones strengthened. Get a fire in your belly. And then release the shout of praise. Release it. Because he will do what he says he will do. And he will make a way where there seems to be no other way. Have a great day. Thanks for watching. Uh, share the broadcast. Um, it'll be on the usual places and things like that. And I'll see you tomorrow. See you later.